Geek Shock. Geek Sigmund, you are a rotten sea monster. Sigmund, you're through. Scram, get out of here. Psychological operation. They were very sacred, scared of Americans being gullible and having Russia come in and repeat the War of the World scenario. Mm. Now, who so is this brilliant who is scientist yeah. here? Uh, no, 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 no. It's uh, it's Tom. It's Tom DeLong from uh, Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> okay, okay, that, that makes oh, lots wow. of sense. Watch the rockets hey. go up. Who cares where they come down? That's not my department. Uh, he knew a guy Werner who knew Werner von Braun. Oh, knew a guy. Yeah, I was going to say guy. he's not old enough to have probably met Werner von Braun. Yeah. Jeffrey, you and your math. I know, right? I have still been falling asleep to the UFO conspiracy videos on YouTube and Hulu. They're entertaining. I They're highly entertaining. I love it. Some of them are Although really good. That, some of them are really good. Some of them are the worst thing you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Is a Mr. Hair guy, uh, does he do videos? Uh, yeah, some of those are, those are pretty whack. Uh, they're, they're actually, they're, they're some of the best produced, but they're whack. <laughs> this conversation when he comes the on ancient aliens when he comes oh, on yeah, yeah exactly that's what I'm talking about okay, remember yeah. going to Monster Palooza I'm saying it's aliens Monster Palooza a couple years aliens. ago and he was there signing autographs oh yeah yeah <laughs> woo that got Paul going oh yeah oh sleepy time sleepy time Paul see you that's, know that's the problem Paul now whenever people talk UFOs you go to sleep it's, it's like right. a cue well he's no, been no. like Pavlov he's no, no. been psychologically There's, conditioned now it is yeah There's I can't help it government's on my ass right we don't even need ground penetrating radar to put nope. Paul to sleep oh uh, we uh yeah we went to we went to Chili's tonight <laughs> as the wife and I are want to do Aww. I should say tonight afternoon. Uh, and they got uh, baby back ribs, of course. Mm-hmm. Baby back, baby back, right. baby back. You know ribs. it. They have a Dr. Pepper sauce now. Saw that. That, that beer sauce. bitch. That Dr. Pepper sauce is all right. I have some in the refrigerator. <laughs> Straight up tastes like Dr. Pepper. Do you have the Dr. Pepper sauce? Yeah. Ribs. What, what a waste of time. Uh, I, I, I've used right. it on chicken nuggets. Um, French I've fries. used it on uh, French fries. fries. Yeah. Oh. It's very what do you, good. What do you, what, ribs, saying? a waste of time. Such little meat. All that work, all messy. It's like lobster. You know, all that work. I'll grant you when it comes to the baby backs at Applebee's, or sorry, Chili's, (laughs) their twin fucking sister. Yeah, not necessarily worth the time and effort. But you get a good slab, you're glad you did. Mm -hmm. Dave's once in a while comes through. Bitch needs to go Uh, to Memphis. Memphis is still way up there. Dude, Lucille's. You got to go to Lucille's. No. There's this no, little no, no. local place, guys. It's ter- I got to get the name. Rollin' Smoke? Yes. Rollin' Smoke's really good. The one that's way Jeff's off. Been there to cycle off for B- years. BFE. It's, it's, like, it's like underneath like, d- Desert Inn, like in the strip, the where all the strip clubs and stuff are. No, different it, spot. Okay. <laughs> wow. This, this, this spot is, is way, way out. What are you out. doing by the strip clubs? We're still talking there. about ribs. Yeah. <laughs> this is not Rollin' Smoke. Damn it. I'm going to have to that's ask. A, that's I'm a different type of Rolling Smoke. That's Rolling Toke. Shit. Wrong well, barbecue place. Well, Rolling Smoke is really good, and it is like, it's really hard to find. You're like driving, and it's like, oh, here it is, because it's on like Western Avenue under Desert Inn. And, and you got to like, move fast before someone else picks her up, and then you're going to wait about 45 minutes or so before she's there back we again. Go. I'm going to invite the people in real quick. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 275. I'm Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Flip Floppy Matt. And we're here to talk week and geek and barbecue, apparently. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
which which is a grand subject. Oh yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, even I even though with it. I, I I know I'm a bastard, I do like Famous Dave's. I didn't grow up Ugh. with it. I like Famous Dave's a lot too. Ugh. You just got to really, put the sauce on there. Well, you gotta you gotta get the right cut. Sometimes Dave's comes up with some really funky ribs. What you need to understand about Torgo yeah. is that food is just a vehicle for sauces for him. This is true. <laughs> I'm he, he a huge care, sauce fan. He could hair, he would he could care less what the food itself tastes like as long as it can carry the sauce from the bottle to his mouth. It's yeah, that's really it. So you're one of those stereotypical. Yeah, I, can I get a side of ranch? Can you bring me a side of ranch? Ranch is for, is for amateurs. Okay, there you go. yeah. I I need a good aioli. That's what ranch, oh, yes. right? There you go. Cranch. Cranberry ranch? No, what did we come up? What did we come up with cranch? Remember that? Oh wow. <laughs> I don't remember that. Is that Good not Lord. on this show? Damn. Is that are another show? This is episode 275. It could about, have been on the show. Are you confusing us with someone who's actually funny? <laughs> no, this is cranch. The two worlds was are merging inside of his brain. It was ketchup and ranch. It was cranch. Okay. You don't remember this? I don't. See, this this is you in my brain somewhere. Are you sure this wasn't on the social? I'm sure. Okay. Cranch. Although, I, although I've this had is, the cranch. This was when Barry Robb was here. Wow. Okay. That's okay. right. Right now, Barry's going, yes, cranch. I remember talking about that bullshit. Oh, my hair's so long. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry about that. No, no. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they tell somebody. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, so mad. Oh, ooh. Oh, he's so stupid. Oh, ooh. Oh, Barry Rob. Oh. Of course. Dave's fried pickles there are awesome. Fried pickles are great. Yes. It's it's hard to hurt them. Well, okay. Maybe it's not hard to hurt them. I've had bad pickles. I have, yeah. Where, like, the breading is, like, so thick, and it's, it's, like, it's like they fried them in flour. It's like and it's else. like leather. It's so thick, and it's like you can't bite through the breading to get to the pickle. Damn. Yeah, those. those I've, I've had, had bad fried or, pickles. Or it's soggy. That one. Uh, that yeah, the, the soggy is the worst. The soggies. <laughs> the soggies. I got the soggies. <laughs> what happened to my pickle? <laughs> Someone put way too much breading on this. Oh, it's soggy. I'll never fuck again. <laughs> Oh no, Captain Cunt! <laughs> what? Looking for that soggy, soggy poon dander? Yeah, I'm Captain Cunt, and I'm looking. I really for that love soggy. your cunt berries, Captain. <laughs> Oops, all cunt berries. <laughs> wow, it was like, like seventy episodes to bring that oh, back around. Oh yeah, part of this nutrition. My humiliation in the uh, frozen food section at Albertsons. <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard, I nearly fell Your over. Your humiliation? Yeah. <laughs> Your humiliation? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's some of my favorite stuff. We get stories all the time about people busting out, listening to our shows, and I love that. I love that. It's good stuff. <laughs> And speaking of, a couple of weeks ago, of course, we made the entire back catalog available of Geek Shock. Yes. And Geek so, Squad is available. So uh, fans have been combing through the old stuff <laughs> and unearthing various gems. Um, yeah, the, you guys, gems you guys I, have such, I have such respect for you because you are truly shit miners. You are digging, <laughs> you are troweling through a sewer of content, and there are, there's gold in there, but... There's a lot of crazy in there too. <laughs> yeah, oh, there so is. Thank you, thank you for persevering. 
But at least they're still listening. Right. Uh, but Mr. Brain Freeze uh, tweeted us saying that he'd like to see Mumra, ask Mumra, come back. We should have never got rid of that segment. <laughs> So this should be a weekly thing. Now, Ask Mumra was a thing where you could write in questions and the Thundercats Mumra would answer them. Yes. You got to do it uh, Dear Abby style. Dear Abby style. Hit him up with a relationship question or something about your baby or some some dumb shit like that. That's the way to do it. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, tell you what, hit uh, hit uh, me up at, at Master Torgo on Twitter or you can hit Paul up. And uh, and we'll compile some questions to ask Mumra next week. We already got one from Mr. Brain Freeze, so we will continue this journey. Yay! What gig you think to do this week, gentlemen? I saw uh, Jupiter Ascending last week. I'm sorry. I know. Uh, Sorry, too. So you went and saw it because you'd heard it is so bad, it's awesome. Uh, Yes, I did. Because, like, spectacular bad. And it's not so bad, it's awesome. It's so bad, Uh, it's just bad. Um, Middling movies, man. The best way I can describe it, uh, three words describe it. Disjointed, chaotic, and formulaic. Perfect. <laughs> wow. Bizarre. I mean, it's they, disjointed, it's chaotic, and yet still formulaic. Yes. Weird. I mean, so it follows the save the like, cat formula. Like anytime with like, pizzazz. With, I mean, with zazz. It was clear that they had a, a, an interesting premise, like an interesting idea that they wanted to move forward with. But somewhere along the lines, either through the editing process, cutting the movie down. Do you think it was corporate interference? I, I don't know if it's corporate interference or maybe they or filmed did another thing happen like with the Matrix where the person who actually wrote the thing went hey hey I actually wrote this you better give me some money and like oh no you didn't write this part blah. monkeys and zebras and and you know, flying through the moon and blah, blah, blah. yeah there there are certainly nods to the uh, the 80s version of Flash Gordon like for instance oh. yes there, Jupiter's uh, alive there is. <laughs> Is that what happens? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Does it turn into like the main character is Jupiter like Jones? Gordon. They play football. <laughs> no, it's turned into it's turned into uh, what's his name? Ming the Merciless. No, the planet in Autobot, the Decepticon. What? What's his name? What the fuck? Orson Welles. Orson Welles. The fucking really? planet from the Autobots. Unicron. Movie. Unicron. Yeah. Unicron. Wow. Jupiter could have been Unicron. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I was I, that I was that was the, my Brian Jupiter. Blessed from Flash Gordon. Yeah. Oh, I like Damn, that's good. Chad Randall used to do that all the time. Remember? Uh, I, I, I know where it's coming. I'm just saying. You said he was alive, and that made me think of Jupiter being alive would be Unicron. <laughs> Jesus, I'm glad someone went there. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> um, Put it on the Twitters, folks. The main character in the movie Tweet, is put it on the Twitters. Jupiter Jones. Jupiter Jones. Her it's father, yes, which is, Mila, which is you know, Mila Kunis. A great name. Her father, Mila Kunis. Her, no, <laughs> played by Mila Kunis. This is a whole. Her movie. father is played by Mila. Kunis. No, it's not actually her dad. Okay, got it. I made me more interested. I think if that her were the father's case. name in the movie it is right. Mila it is Kunis. chaotic. Is Max Jones, which combination? Oh of yeah, Max, Max von Sydow and and and. Uh, uh, Sam Jones. Sam Jones. The actors so, from from Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Uh, there's a Gordon's few, alive. There's a few costumes. Like she has like these big like like when once she, you know the the story progresses, she's wearing these big crazy dresses. Okay. That are like literally like right out of 
uh, Flash Gordon. So I mean, there's there's a few artistic nods in there. I mean, it. So you paid twenty two bucks or whatever the hell you. <laughs> Just there's a few nods to Flash Gordon. I'm glad I'm, I spent. It's, I'm glad you got something out of it. It's it, it, the thing that bugged me the most about it. It, it clearly had potential. I mean, there, but it just wasn't it done was, well. That's, that's it. You didn't get it. I was, I was, I was giving it a minute. I was, let him finish. At, at no point, yeah, it just Paul. was not done well. If only it had been done well. At no point did you not see the next scene telegraphed. It's like. You knew exactly Did what was going to happen like, in each do, 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 next scene. Do, 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 I'm going to say, <laughs> talk about Flash Gordon. That's yeah. a real uh, throwback to. <laughs> so you saw Sean Bean's death coming. That's what you're. Uh... Uh, I'm not going to spoil that one for the audience. Hey, come on, it's in his contract. <laughs> I died. <laughs> Does this character is. die? Yes, I'm in. Right, Sean Bean's like, I never want to do a sequel. And I don't want to go well, anywhere. Well, I think past you would be two. surprised if you Ed, saw the Ed film. Winter is coming. I'm, I'm never going. You know, I'm never going past. At season this point, two. I don't think anybody cares about spoilers of this movie. If you, who is out there going? I, you know, I haven't seen it yet, but I just can't wait to see Jupiter ascending. It's coming. There's a guy. No, I did. Read I don't think he's listening. To this. Just no. wait. The Twitters will light up. God damn it, Jeff! <laughs> <laughs> you fucking oh, spoilers, fuck. Jeff. Twitter spoilers. I Except did for flip floppy. Then he'll turn it around and. <laughs> I Fuck did read ass. something today that. that said that Come the on. Wachowskis have like a whole another half hour, 40 minutes. Wachowskis? That, that they would like, yeah. The Wachowskis. Is it Wachowskis? Yeah. It's not Wachowskis? I've always been, I've always read it as Wachowskis. <laughs> Kevin Feige. The Wachowski. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. I was always Wachowski. If Wachowski. it's Wachowski, that's crazy. Whatever you say, my tingly. <laughs> oh, you're right. Touche. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, apparently there's like another 30, 40 minutes Japanese they roots. would like to cut back in. Whether that would improve things or not, I don't know. But it, yeah, it. it just, Movies are always better the damn with an thing extra just half hour. Jumped all over the place. So yeah, that's what fixed Star Wars. So yeah, don't uh, don't go don't rush to the theater. Don't to see this rush one. to the oh, theater. Oh, don't worry. No plans. Walk. Don't run to see Jupiter ascending. Oh uh, any any other geeky things you want to talk about? I went to see Fifty Shades. Did you? Not? Yeah, I heard about I your your experience. Was it with everything that? you wanted it to be? No, it's not great, but it's not the worst. That's okay. the thing. Uh, you said there was better acting in porn. There in is this film. There is better acting in porn. Yeah, There's but no... Paul's seen a lot of porn. <laughs> it's true, I have. True. There's yeah. not a lot of chemistry uh, between the players. There's no reason for her to fall in love with him. But once they get going. It brings up some interesting points, and there are a few scenes that are, in fact, done well. And so what I like about the film is it's progressing the adult discussion of relationships forward. Uh, you know, the BDSM community wants to cry. That's not an accurate representation of them. Yeah, a lot of, course of them not. are just like, whoa. Yeah, it's not. Whoa. No, but you got to nor, nor, nor does, is it called... This is what BDSM is like. It's called Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. You got to dip your toe into that leather strap. It's about <laughs> it's it's about this one guy who's into this stuff, but he's he's nuts. He's nuts. So you know you got to take that uh, with a grain of salt too, and and just the whole situation. But uh, I was I had the same conversation on Ice Cream Social, and there's this whole part about having a contract, you know, all about consent and what is on off limits and where's the line drawn, all this kind of thing. And I was just kind of pleasantly, you know, and my wife really brought that up. It's like, when is consent ever even discussed in film and TV? 
let alone drawn out in a contract. Well, you just went deep there. When is it ever discussed in real life? That's what I mean. So that's just it. I think it's going to do, hopefully it can do some good for broadening people's minds a little bit and making them think. And anything that sends the religious right into a fervor <laughs> has got has got to be doing something it's got, right. It's good Paul's point. seal of approval. They've got to be doing something right, man. You know, so it's fine. It's not great. And the guy behind us was truly snoring for the first 20 minutes. I, I hope it was snoring. Oh, no, it was snoring. And then a girl next to us was on her phone half the time. The first hour drags, 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 drags. And the second hour is no, you know, joyride. I was ready to leave at, at the, after the first hour. It just goes and goes and goes. It's boring, but... You didn't do one of your famous, that's it, I'm done, and walk out? I was there <laughs> with the what, wife. Was it bad enough? I was there with the wife, and she didn't want to leave. But she was falling asleep, too, because she was tired. Now, but she enjoyed it okay, because she's a big fan of the books. Okay, that's what I want to ask. She she's read a the huge book. fan of the books. Uh, so, you know, she cued me into what was missing and what was, you know, not. And so, of course, you know, movie's never going to be as good as the books. And not to say the book is super stellar. Yeah, I heard either. it was she, horribly written. She understands <laughs> that the book is not, you know. What's the appeal of the books tour? The appeal of the books is the characterization of these people. Uh, you know, Christian Gray becomes a rather sympathetic dude, even though he's he's just fucked up. He's the fucked up guy, and you learn all about the history and why he's like he is. And uh, she, uh, Alexandria, wants to uh, not Alexandria. What's her name? Yeah, Alexandria. Anastasia or something. Anastasia. There yeah. Not that I've read the book. I can't guys. remember Don't fucking name. That, uh... it's terrible. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Anastasia Gray. Absolutely. Uh, she wants to help him. And Aww. right, exactly. That's that you got it. That's exactly it. <laughs> That's my God. And, oh God. The, the standard is, formula. It is. It is. But what's interesting is, and, and you know, Anne was explaining this stuff to me and, and you see it in the movie. She doesn't like the BDSM stuff that much. She enjoys some of it, but then she takes it to the furthest level where he wants to go. She lets him put it to 11 as it were. And she's like, Nope, <laughs> Nope. And so that's what's in. That's what the interesting uh, dynamic becomes is like he's got these dark dark desires but she won't let him act on the full extent of them and at the same time he really does like her and appreciates the fact that she doesn't completely bow to his whim and so it's a very you know it's a cat and mouse game and yeah, it's romancy and whatever but it's also cheesy as fuck it is what it is man but, I, but like I said it's pissing off the right people, and hopefully it spurs some interesting conversations between couples. That was something that actually was scientifically researched. They said that uh, close to 80% of men who read the book reported having uh, more uh, rewarding sex lives with their partners because they were more open to discussions of desires and uh, wants on both sides of the, the bed there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, anything that promotes... Adult dialogue between adults about sex, sexual relationships, and what you want. That's great. You would be surprised how many people live their lives in a fear cave with a partner that will never treat them the way that they desire to be treated because of the social mores they were raised in or just just absolute uh, worry of rejection. Hmm. You know? So this is a good this can be a good thing. Great. I hope. I'm just it, glad somebody's reading something. I wish it was done better. Exactly. Exactly. It promotes more reading. It's like my whole thing with comic books. I say flood the fucking schools with comic books. People are 
asinine to not flood the co- the schools with comic Absolutely. books. It would promote so much reading. And it helps in reading, understanding, and comprehension. It does. It puts it right together. You see what's happening. You get it. It's not wasted time. Uh, when I picked up my first X-Men comic, it was some pretty thick stuff to read. Right? Yeah. Back in the day, there was a lot of dialogue. I'm re- I'm going back and I'm rereading uh, Days of Future Past, and uh, I just ordered uh, Man Loves, God Kills, or God Loves, Man Kills. It's ma- <laughs> Either way, it's all the same. Man, man Loves Kills. Yeah. Man Loves to Kill God. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, those are heavy on the dialogue. Well, not to mention, I mean, you know, with the exception of the all caps in the dialogue, in the dialogue bubbles, they are sticklers for proper grammar True in, enough. in the comics. So, you know, kids that read a lot of comics learned proper grammar and, and diction. And big fancy yeah. words. Yes, exactly. Excelsior. I <laughs> <laughs> of Agamotto. Important shit. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Important shit? What, what, what issue is that, that was from? The, that was, that's from uh, the one where Thor's a frog. Do you oh, mean yeah. important excrement? Excrement. Excrement to me. Hurry, my excrement. <laughs> Quickly, my excrement. Oh, no, it's Crap Master. So He's attacking. Yesterday. Crap Master, you've come again. I'll stop you, Crap Master. <laughs> to me, my excrement. Oh, your weakness, a bottle of Torino. You've won this round, Xavier. <laughs> you were saying? Oh, just, no, I feel like what was going on here. That's all right. <laughs> and he's dead. So yesterday I filled in one of my many geek gaps. And <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> and watched the original uh, 1950s Godzilla and its follow-up. Hey! Uh, on the for Netflix? the first time, yeah, on Netflix. And, of course, it's the Americanized version. Oh, with, uh, shit. With Raymond Burr, is that his yep, name? Raymond right? Burr. Okay. Uh, Steve Martin. As Steve Martin, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's Steve Martin. That yeah. throws you. You watch that, you're like, yeah. what? Hey, I'm Steve Martin. No, you fucking <laughs> Where's your fucking arrow through your head? No, Asshole. please, call me Mr. Steve Martin. Right, it's so weird. It's like, I'm Steve Martin. Fighting Godzilla, man! They should have put him instead of Broderick in the remake. That would have been that would have been perfect. Genius. Yes, that would have, and then it would have been a fun movie. That's the next <laughs> thing they got to do. This whole uh, Pacific Rim stuff. If it's taught me anything, they just got to take the piss, man. Yeah, they just got to make a fucking slap sticky giant monster. Camp. Yeah, like big bring man back, Japan. Bring back the big monster kaiju goofball shit kaiju as produced by the zucker brothers i'd be so down for that kaiju exclamation well except maybe not the (laughs) uber right wing one now he's kind of gone off the deep end but oh has he (laughs) surprise which one's that one jerry Uh, i think it is yeah i think it is jerry yeah (laughs) david's still kind of nutball that's uh, that's kind of sad that's a shame to hear it is it's like yeah well but yeah, it was it was very entertaining. It was especially entertaining to watch that American cut, where they've shoehorned all this added yes. on footage yes. to the original Japanese version, where you're basically watching this fellow interpret what the Japanese guy said yep. through the whole thing. <laughs> yep. And he spends half of it crawling out of rubble. Yes, crawling out of rubble. And <laughs> and what did he say? Oh, he said. And then that's 
I'd say a good quarter of the movie. But very entertaining, classic kaiju rubber monster. This, the, uh, but although nowhere near as fun as the follow-up, uh, what is it, Godzilla Raids Again or whatever yeah, it's called, yeah. uh, just because the, the English dubbing on that is just so goofball and so just does not give a shit. And they call him Gigantor, right? Yeah, they call him... Gigantus. Gigantus, yeah, because apparently Godzilla is just not going to fit with American audiences at that time. This is the first fully dubbed American. See, I I actually never watched Raids Again in the dub, and I haven't watched any Godzilla movie dubbed in decades. Oh, they they give... them all in the subtitle. They give the sidekick airline, sidekick pilot, this uh, Mongo voice... (laughs) Hey, what are you doing? When I'm going to fly the plane. It's going to be a fun time. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, wow, that sounds like everyone loves, everybody loves Mongo. <laughs> I love the, the, the shoehorned in scenes. The, the favorite was got, has got to be, or the one that sticks out the most is uh, the one where uh, they're on the ship and they, they scramble uh, as they see the monster and... There's there's oh, yeah. the quick cut in of a electric guitar and was it like was it playing cards? I mean, it was all like stuff that you would associate with America because it's yeah. like all these Japanese sailors looking over the uh, you know the rail of the ship and they're like, oh, and then you just see like stuff falling and then there's this clearly uh, edited in picture of a guitar, an electric guitar falling down onto the deck and like playing cards and like. Yeah. Like a, a bottle of beer or something. <laughs> it just was like, what? Dump the box of American stuff. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. But it's, yeah, the the raid is pure mystery science theater fodder. Oh, yes. It's glorious to watch if you like that kind of stuff. Hell, we wow. were doing it not even intentionally at first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's um, interesting. So my wife just got back to me. This place is called the Roadkill Grill. I have heard of that. It was yes. on diners, dive-ins, and yes. drives. It's just like a shack. You got to eat outside, right? You you can take it to go, or you can eat outside. They got a little picnic area that they just built. Um, You get you got to get there early. They're sometimes sold out by like one. It's a butcher's Mm -hmm. place, right? Yeah, he's a butcher, and he he finally started selling his own stuff. Yeah, that's the best barbecue I've had in town. Wow, that was incredible. I got to take you to Rolling Smoke sometime too. I'm gonna go try. I do want to try Roadkill Grill. I actually have had that on my list. I'm joining you both. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, as much as I they like, as much as I like Dave's, as much as I like Memphis, this one it was out of control. Because also their sides. Oh my God! I got their green beans. It's perfect. They really? just put, they put a whole pig in with the green beans. Oh yeah, that's like the go. way to do it. Oh my God! It's so good. I'm so in. It's so good. Oh, those green beans, green beans and macaroni. Oh, oh my God, I'm dying. Blah, 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 blah. It was so tasty. And those were some fucking, now you talk about, you know, the rib, not enough meat. They were, it's just, it's just the, the cow is there. The whole cow. It's so good. Like thick, Flintstones, Flintstones. Thick, dude. Yes, it's straight up. Bonk. Yes. Barely got it home. Barely got it home. My wow. car did a sideways wheelie the whole way. <laughs> People thought it was Herbie the love bug. <laughs> Any other geeky stuff you want to bring up, gents? Uh, I can't think of anything right this minute. Then here we go. News you don't give a shit about. But I do. I care. No. In honor of Andy not being here. Yay. In honor of all out of order. In order. In honor of Andy not being here. (laughs) Mister, I'm in the cold. He's freezing somewhere. Yeah. Goofball. 
Very get, much so. Get the hell. Sorry, everybody in who, other lands. Who heads we to the are, northeast for vacation? We are. <laughs> there's something wrong. It's you 75 think? degrees. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be 80 on Saturday. It was 80 on Sunday. It's insane. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. I had to turn on the air conditioner. What's going on, guys? <laughs> What is this summer going to be like? Global that's that's the first thing that popped in my brain too, man. I'm terrified. <laughs> this summer, we're going to explode. There are going to be people bursting into flame. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I, I was watching the, the Saturday Night Live dry. Dry 40th explosion. on Sunday night, mm-hmm. and it was like seven degrees when like all the people were rolling up to do the red carpet thing, and I was like, seven degrees? Jesus yeah, like New York, New England area. That it's it's ridiculous up there. It's just my mom and dad horrible. are in ten inches of snow. Yeah, they're just snowed in. Kentucky is in blanketed. Kentucky, yeah, and that means the place is shut down for a week. It's like it's not even the same country. Ten inches is done. It's not. It's crazy. I'll never leave Las Vegas. Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got eight months of gorgeous weather. We do. I never too want, hot, too cold. I never want the sun. I never want the snow again. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I, if you I'm want it, go to Mount Charles. That that's, that's where you can find it. Yeah, right. You got just ten minutes. Yeah, it's weird. Drive. Walking out of my house, 80 degrees. I look, there's mountaintops covered in snow. It's just weird. It's like elevation. It's kind of glorious. What I mean. it's, it's like, that's just not. It's, a it's just far enough away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, look, there's snow on the mountains. I remember what that was like and left it. Guardians of the Galaxy's Dave Bautista is set to play the role of the Kurgan in Summit's upcoming Highlander reboot. Uh, visual effects artist Cedric, Cedric Nicholas Troyan. Cedric Troyan, the Entertainer. Uh, if it's pronounced only, Cedric the Entertainer. It might have been better. Cedric <laughs> Nicholas Troyan, Wilhelm the Flick. Uh, this will be his first directing gig. Uh, the original Highlander starred French actor Christopher Lambert as Connor McLeod and the immortal Scottish warrior who had to duel other immortals over the centuries to survive and ultimately win the prize you ultimately receive when you become the last immortal, whatever that is. <laughs> I am not excited about a, a Highlander reboot. No. I mean, the original one has some charm. It's, it's, it's truly dated. I mean, you, I, I watched it not long ago and just was amazed at how cheesy it is now as an adult looking back on it and all the, the eighties references and stuff. I mean, but at least it's not Highlander too. <laughs> I mean, that sure, one, sure. We went that one that. was, Oh my God. I saw that one in the theater. Still regret it. <laughs> is anybody interested in a Highlander remake with Dave Bautista? Mm, no, it would depend on who the Highlander is. That's true. That, that has not been cast. Bautista will be the Highlander. <laughs> He's the Kurgan. He'll kill him. He'll, be and going he'll around become Batista the Islander. Bombing. He'll be Batista bombing all the immortals. Batista bombing the immortals. <laughs> there if can be only they, one. They get Sean Connery for one last Batista bomb, and he dies on set. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I'm dead as hell. If you're gonna go out, if you're gonna go out, go out when your memory's shot to shit. You can't tell who you are. Can barely speak. What the hell? A wrestler beats you dead. <laughs> what the hell accent is that? That's Sean Connery being from Spain. I'm a Spaniard. Can't you tell? You're an ancient Egyptian. I, loved, I did love that. Like Spain. the Scottish Spaniard in the mm-hmm. fucking movie. He came from ancient Egypt. Is that where he came yeah. from? Yeah, he was originally he, he he was originally an ancient Egyptian. Yeah. And then he's like the Spanish fop, and it's just like, oh my god. And then Lambert oh, Hey Highlander. God. 
Did you hear what the weather's going to be like this week in Egypt when I grew up? <laughs> no. Why don't you tell me? It's going to be fairer and warmer. Jesus Christ. How about that? <laughs> what do you think, Highlander? Mm, mm, there can be only one weatherman. Sean Connery <laughs> clearly not getting the category topic. <laughs> oh, I get the topic. I get the topical cream after I fuck your mother to back. <laughs> Uh, there we are. Okay, now I recognize it. <laughs> Buckflutter. Buckflutter. You need a Trebek. I'll take S words for 400. Sean Connery. <laughs> I'll take swords for 1,000, Alex. S words. Warner Brothers is moving forward with their Space Invaders movie. Oh, boy. The studio has hired blacklist writer Dan Kunkka. He was blacklisted? What did he write that was so bad? No, no, no. Blacklist the show. Uh, that's Blacklist is that... Uh, the, the show where everyone's James afraid. Spader show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's just fear. It's so a fear. list yeah. of screenplays. It's news the show. I hate that fucking show. <laughs> I do. It's so stupid. Terrorists are coming to steal your white babies, everybody. <laughs> stupid fucking show. Now, The Blacklist is a list that comes out every year of unproduced screenplays oh, okay, that, that Hollywood's one. interested oh, in, but it. nobody's buying. Um, so he was part of that. Of course, this is based on the Space Invaders classic arcade game, uh, Kunkka made the uh, list taking a 52-page spec script called Yellowstone Falls and converting it into a film about werewolves va- battling zombies. Uh, Kunkka is working on several other projects at the moment, including an ab- adaptation of Winston Grooms, uh, that's the Forrest Gump guy, uh, novel. I pa- know who it is. Patriotic. I'm as soon telling- as you said it, I was like, oh, <laughs> Gump and Company. He Somebody out there doesn't at you. know. He was telling the audience. Novel uh, Patriotic <laughs> Fire, Andrew Jackson. What was it? What was the the book he's working? Is it is that's it, the it? novel Patriotic Fire, Andrew Jackson and Jean Lafitte at the Battle of New Orleans. That's oh, the name of it. I haven't read that one. Uh, he, <laughs> he also sold a, a one hour drama to Sci Fi Channel with Robert Zemeckis producing, and also Yellowstone Falls itself, which is set up at Warner Brothers. So that is who is writing the Space Invaders movie. Hmm. Yay! Okay. Well, I mean, if it's done right, <laughs> I, it's. I have mixed feelings truck. about that. I mean, it just sounds like a terrible premise I'll for a movie. I'll tell you what could be a good Space Invaders movie. Lay it on me. If you talk about the creators of that game and the explosive impact it had on the Japanese economy and uh, culture, it would yeah. be, that would be the fantastic documentary. Don't you have to do it. Don't you have to do a documentary? Just oh, like the. Do a do like a, a fictionalized version, right? Do do a uh, social network, yeah. You know, talk about the yen shortage. Talk about the the way that the salary men spent all their You're days right. in the in the places and played all their money away. And that would be a fine way, yeah. Right, that. you could totally that do would that. Be you good. Know, just show us something interesting and culturally relevant about about what shaped the next fifteen years of video games, which then eventually became the dominant paradigm of entertainment in our universe. But no, let's have. <laughs> Crab spacemen jump down out of the sky. Fuck off. Well, I mean, the one possible saving grace of that is Robert Zemeckis producing, and he's fairly selective Uh, about what he's producing lately. No, no, he's producing the Sci-Fi Channel show. He has that's what Zemeckis is. Oh, not touching that. Yeah, I I misheard you then. Yeah, that's. Just Warner Brothers and nobody else. Uh-huh. <laughs> nobody, they fucking yeah. lose. They stand Man, on the line on all by themselves. They have a few good television shows that they're going to burn to the ground like they always do. And uh, fuck you, DC. There you go. <laughs> it's official. And WB. 
I tell you what, I'm already starting to get scared about Arrow this upcoming season. They're really? Start, they're starting what to is, do what some What season things. is this? Three. Yeah. <laughs> That's when it happens. <laughs> Go check your Smallville, everybody. Just check the expiration date. Season three goes south of fucking cheese. Now, see if they just kept Arrow murdery. Yes. Be great. Honestly, it's not even yes. that. There, there were a couple little things. Oh, that sure, Andy's not here, and you guys say that. Fuck you. <laughs> Leaving me all alone hey, to I fight was, the I battle. I was on your side. I was on your side. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. I just had to explode. That's fine. I'm just. I, I don't even think it's that. You know that he's he stopped killing. I, I just. It's like. It's like they're starting to put changes to the history and the background of him in the five years that he was missing that I'm like, wait a minute. That's not what you said in season one and season two. So now you're adding this thing on. So they're retconning already? It's it's yeah. it feels like it. I mean, I you know, it hasn't happened yet, but it feels like they're starting oh, to do right. that. Hmm. Well, as soon as his girlfriend has a demonic tattoo that possesses her check out because <laughs> it's never going to be any good ever again week in geek yay stars tv has locked in two co-stars for ash versus evil dead oh the series will find the former army of darkness hero as an aging lothario called out of retirement when the new evil threatens to destroy mankind as we know it Ray Santiago, who was in Meet the Fockers, will portray new addition Simon Bolivar. The character is basically Ash's sidekick and is described as a Sancho Pazza to Ash's... Simone Don... Bolivar. Sure. I bet it will be Simone Bolivar. You think so? Yes. going to have that to it? I am Simone Bolivar. Well, I guess with the Sancho Pazza to Don Quixote. Right. Yeah, Simone Bolivar. Sense. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> oh, you can't say is, Simon yeah. Bolivar without saying Simone Bolivar. <laughs> It's true. Oh, by the by, real quick, yeah. have you guys watched that new series that's on Netflix? It's not new. It's from 2011, but it's new to us. Called Danger Five. It's a five episode season that they've got on there right now. No, it's made out of Australia. It's got some of the people associated with the IT crowd and oh. a bunch of other wacky. It's just nuts. It's this. It's a secret agent team that's uh, fighting Hitler, and it's the. Funniest, dumbest shit. What's it called again? It's called Danger Five. Hmm. The first episode is called I Danced for Hitler. And (laughs) it's just out of control. It's got talking dogs and Nazi dinosaurs and just. Oh, it's getting better. Dude, just it's it's like they kind of they're right along the the vibe of what Venture Brothers was going for when they started. It's kind of the same time frame, I think, when they started that show. Pretty close to it. Around, I don't know, but but live action, but live action, hmm. yeah, it's nuts, huh? It's we'll out there. Dude. Out. I mean, I'm it's curious. not like it's not superlative, but it's got enough silly ideas that make you go, oh, okay, it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's pretty wacky. All right, Simon Bolivar, Simon Bolivar, see, uh, buys into Ash's mission and truly believes he is the hero to take on the Deadites, and along with Santiago, Dana De Lorenzo who was in a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas, has also joined the project. She will portray a moody wild child who is trying to escape her past. Well, at least until she gets, pull- until she gets pulled into Ash in Pablo's mission to save the world. Uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead is slated to debut later this year on Stars, and Sam Raimi is signed on to co-write and direct the pilot. So that's where that lands so far. All right. Groovy. 
makes me want to have stars. For the first I time, I want stars. Yeah, right. I know. Tell me about <laughs> it. Hopefully, that was their intent. Yeah. It's working. It's working. Former MMA star Gina Carano, who is in Haywire, will be joining the cast of Deadpool as Angel Dust, who first appeared in the comics as part of the Morlocks, a band of mutants who have lived underneath Manhattan in a series of tunnels. Angel Dust wow. has the power to art- artificially, in- uh, artificially increase her adrenaline levels, temporarily granting her superhuman strength, speed, and endurance. Uh, the movie will also feature the Russian mutant Colossus, although Daniel Cudmore will not return as the steel-skinned mutant. Uh, Carano and whoever plays Colossus will join Ryan Reynolds in the title role and comic actor T.J. Miller in an undisclosed part, with Tim Miller directing and production starting in Vancouver, Vancouver next Vancouver. month. Vancouver. next month. <laughs> My <laughs> mouth is so broken. Welcome to Frozen Pussyland, Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Deadpool scheduled to arrive in theaters from 20th Century Fox next February. Do any of you give a shit? Yeah, yeah, I'm I do. In uh, it. Only because I really like that leaked footage that got this whole ball started. Oh, it's yeah. not going to be anywhere that good. Why are you interested in it, Jeff? I like the character. I know he's not your favorite character, I but character I've so I've enjoyed every Deadpool comic I've ever read. You know. Wow! Um, wow! Seriously, it's, it's I was won over by Deadpool when there was some bit where like he's in a spaceship with two guys and they're going to a space station. What? And some guy makes some fucking comment about Star Wars and liking the prequels, and Deadpool just blows his brains out and turns to the other guy and he's like, "Say Phantom Menace was good. I dare you to say Phantom Menace was good." And the guy's like, "Ha!" Ah! And I was like, okay, this yeah. can't be all that bad. And the one he blew away, it was like a no-look like shot, too. Like yeah, yeah, He was yeah, still looking at the screen blam-o. and just blam. Yeah, it was that one so, was know, hilarious. It was just, and, yeah, I like Reynolds. It's, you know, it's just got to be right. Yeah. So, sure, Wolverine Origins was crazy, but that was, I, I think that, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, such a small part. And I like though. Gina Carano. I want to see uh, kick-ass, kick-ass female action actresses. I'd like to see a lot more of that. Yes. Sure. Who wouldn't? Well, apparently someone. <laughs> me. I don't want to see any Deadpool. He is dead to me. He is Deadpool to me. Yeah, I got to say I'm excited for the project. I, of course, a, it's, yeah. you know, it's in Fox's wheelhouse. So I'm not super excited, yep. but uh, I'll definitely it's be see Poo-stink. it. going to be you're going to come away with a stinky finger. <laughs> well, it, Rob Wind Liefeld is, is supportive of Reynolds Rob Liefeld? The yeah, the guy you're, that created it. Oh, Rob it. Liefeld's wow. endorsement? That's what you're going on? The man who doesn't know character. how to draw feet? Yeah, he did. <laughs> you're a trusty guy who can't draw feet. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. You heard it. If you want Paul's trust... Work on your feet. Work on your feet. How many pouches is Deadpool going to have in this fucking movie? It's all pouches and no feet. That's my life field promise. All pouch and no feet. Extra pouches. That's going to be what you scream as you walk out of the theater. All pouch and no feet. Fuck this film. I'm out. I'll never go see that movie. I'll never go see that movie in the theater. I rarely go see movies in the theater anymore, and that would be... The last one I would ever see in the theater. One of the last ones. I was going to say, <laughs> Jupiter no, Ascending meets Pacific Rim I have Rim no three. expectations for that movie whatsoever. Bar farts. <laughs> Bar farts. 
Assassin's Creed has just added Oscar-winning French actress Marion Cotillard as the movie's assumed leading lady. Uh, Cotillard? Cotillard. All right. You said it right. Won an Academy Award for playing French singer Edith, uh, Edith Piaf in La Vie en Rose, and she is most probably known to genre fans as Talia al Ghul in The Dark Knight Rises. And yeah. The Inception Lady. Yeah, Inception. that's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She got incepted. Yeah. <laughs> was yeah. she, was she artificially incepted? She was artificially was... <laughs> incepted. Well, we don't know if she... She might have been the crux of the whole movie. It might all uh, just been going okay. on in her brain. Assassin's Creed tells, it this, a couple times. tells the story of a secret order of assassins fighting off the Templars over centuries. Directed by Justin Kurtzel. Assassin's Creed will be reuniting Cotillard and Michael Fassbender, who's both starred together in Macbeth, which will be released later this year, and was also directed by Kurtzel. The movie will begin production this fall, set to release December 21st, 2016. Uh, yeah. Well, I like Fastbender, so... I do too, but I don't know. I'm so burnt on Assassin's Creed in general. Well, I haven't played the games really, so... Then, there I is think that. you're the target audience. There, there is that. I think that they want you, <laughs> most of all, Scarecrow. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, last summer, Cinemax ordered a pilot based on Robert Kirkman's image comic series Outcast. They just gave an uh, they just gave Outcast a ten episode series order. The series follows Kyle Barnes, played by Patrick Fugit, a man who spent his life plagued by de- demonic possession. As an adult, he resolves to get some answers about the demons that won't leave him and sets out on a journey to uncover a dangerous truth that could destroy all of mankind, aided by a reverend who's plagued by his own demons. Uh, Kirkman scripted the pilot episode and will serve as executive producer on the series, so that is going to series official. All right. And I know nothing about that comic. Anybody read that one? Heard about it? I have not. Guess not. Gary Owens who had one of the most memorable baritone voices in entertainment history, ranging from being the announcer in the 1960s smash TV show Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In to the voice of Space Ghost, uh, died on Thursday, February 12, 2015, at his home in Los Angeles, California. He was 80 years old. It's a heartbreaker. It really is. But 80, that's a good life. Yeah, he's... he's, he's... I make it to 80. I'll be impressed. I will. So <laughs> will I. So will I. Well... Modern science. No, I'm not going to trust that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be very pleased to make it to 80. You heard it, listeners. You, you both. We will have a big old party for Paul on his 80th. It'll be the holy shit. How did this happen? <laughs> this is not possible. Yeah, How not- can this be a thing? You ate watermelon peeps, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll celebrate by having some ranch dressing soda. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> 12,000 calories cinnamon thing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, don't feel bad. I don't think any member of my family made it to 80 either, so I'm in your wheelhouse. Nope. Uh, we learned last September that Stephen King's massive novel, 112263, is being adapted into a nine-hour miniseries that will stream on Hulu. Uh, writer Bridget Carpenter, who is behind Friday Night Lights, is scripting the series for J.J. Abrams' Bad Re- Robot Production Company, and King will serve as an executive producer. The Wrap reports that James Franco has signed on to play the leading role in the series and will also serve as a producer. Franco will play Jake Epping, a high school teacher who is given access to a portal that takes him back to 1958, but only to a specific moment. All right. 
So James Franco, I'm yeah. Well, you know, that, you know, this is what's going to bring me to Hulu. This series right here. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is it. My love for Stephen King knows no bounds. It's true. And so that's he's got some series on Netflix. It's rating a one star. Everybody, I was like, it's not specifically for Netflix though. It's I don't think so. I, is that the one that's on Sci-Fi Channel, the mystery series? I can't recall what the name of it is. I think it's based on the Colorado kid, I think. But Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, shoot, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it, it, it only vaguely follows the book from what oh, I've been told. Well, see. Gosh, I can't think of the name of that TV series. Yeah, it was a, t- it was star, a sci-fi. Huh? Wow. Yeah, not, people don't like it. <laughs> Graham Linen. Who, who Gra- Graham Linen. Graham Linen. Who created the hey, IT is he crowd? A fruit? Oh, Graham Linen. <laughs> <laughs> who created the IT crowd has written a new show. <gasps> if you're unfamiliar, the IT crowd is a UK comedy series that follows a team of computer repair geeks as they make their way through corporate life. The show ran off and on from 2006 to 2013, and an ill-fated U.S. remake was briefly mounted. Starring no, shocker. A pre-community Did you ever see it? Joel McHale. No, I did not. <laughs> watch it. The American version? It is horrific. Of course. Usually most are for the BBC where, to American. Where can it be shot found? shot for shot on uh, YouTube. It is shot for shot. It is frightening. Oof. It is frightening. So they, like we say, shot to shot, shot to shot. The the original script they used that. Or? Yeah, they used the exact. It's the same. It's oh, wow. the same as the first episode. In fact, I think there's a side by side one where they play simultaneously. Oh wow! It's that close. It's just. Oh, well, Linden is developing a new series dubbed "The Cloud," which would follow a bunch of geeks running data backups in a space station. Here's the synopsis via the Guardian. Cloud Station 13 is described as a place set up to protect the vast amounts of information humanity now hoards on its devices, the majority of which comprises selfies, pictures of kittens, and a lot of porn. The disparate group manning the hub are billed by the makers as being far from technical whizzes, which is problematic as the technology, including a largely voice-activated ship, is unreliable. Uh, the pilot is currently in development at the UK's Channel 4. It's the same network that carried the IT crowd. So that's on its way. Actually, I'm very happy with this news. It IT is, crowd is great. I found it. It's on the YouTube. You were right. You it is look a, it up. They do a shot for shot. It is shot for shot. Yeah, pay you attention, can, you can viewers see, out yeah, there. Sure you, well, <laughs> we'll, put a, we'll put a link up. You should see it. It's shot for shot. It's fucked up. They do like the first minute and a half of the sh- of the episode um and you can see it's 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 shot for shot, shot so for like, shot wow. dialogue's all the same the door open from the left right right uh, they, they do extra, uh, little, extra little silly shit well, that's the british right their doors open on the wrong side <laughs> right oh <my> uh. <laughs> and it's just uh yeah you got to see it it makes you want to cry and you're like why there's nothing good on earth you know, uh, Torgo, so you, that synopsis you read reminds me of the comment from that, that one uh, internet dude who was like talking about the dangers of all our digital storage. Mm-hmm. And did you see that article? It was like in the in the last week. About from the internet dude? Uh, God, what the hell was his name? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that Vent guy. Surf or something like that. He's. Uh, 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 I have not. I, was, I have not seen this article. God damn it! Um, I can't remember where he's from, but he's like one of the one of the big shots who was at the inception of the internet, and 
he was talking about how we're storing everything digitally and nobody's doing back hard copy backups. And he's like, people, print out your fucking pictures. Print out all, you know, all that stuff that's important to you. Get hard copies of it because we're risking a digital dark age where in the future, oh, yeah. when technology becomes obsolete, a lot of stuff can will will be lost. And it was funny. I thought about that because <laughs> I've mentioned this before. I've got three and a half inch floppies that my parents had of their pictures. Three and a half inch floppies, huh? You know, they, 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 these yeah. floppy disks that yeah. they, they had oh, done up go. at at Costco. And it was just like, you know, wow. I don't know. How, no way I got to find somebody no to, to, to recover that. this shit because yeah. I don't, you know, I mean, for sure. all I know, I have the hard copy pictures, but I literally don't know what this stuff is. Yeah. That's why I keep buying uh, comic books. That's why I keep buying toys. And you, you, You've been the uh, pros- proselytizer of you, the man, hard copy. Buy hard copies of shit. This digital shit is bullshit. Even CDs and DVDs are dangerous, but they're better than cloud. Yeah. Cloud is... Fuck you. Something's going to happen. At some yeah, point. something is going to happen. Something Good, thanks. <laughs> Here's the news with That's Kirsten. my prediction. Something will happen. <laughs> hey, I said Eventually. it. You didn't, so... Commander you know Kreskin. Yeah, you're right. I'll give you all the credit for that one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you much. Something's going to happen. Quote, Commander K. <laughs> I don't Damn know when. Straight. In the future, near or far. Mm. <laughs> Something is going to happen eventually. What's well, as where good stuff as, uh, is going to be lost. that fucking guy's lost. name? John Gray? Is he the psychic? Right, there's someone in this room. There's someone in this room who has a relative. There's oh, my God. I so do. Yeah, you have a relative. Oh, I have a relative. How did you fucking know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did you know? They're telling me. They're telling me they love you. Oh, they, they love did you. love me. Yes. That person who was related to me right, loved me. Right. And they are. Wait. They're saying. They're, what? They're sorry. They're sorry about that one time. They knew. They <laughs> knew thing. all along, and they're sorry. Yes. Oh, yeah, the guilt the flows away from my body. Yeah, and if, if if they could make it up to you, they would. They would. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, my God. Because, oh. because wait, because what? she. Because Why? She, because they love you. They love me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You knew them. Yeah. You knew them. That's that's what they were saying. What name is coming through? <laughs> the name, the name. It starts with it starts with the letter, with uh, the letter. Uh, I'm getting an R, an R. Uh, starts with an R. Starts with an L. No. An L. A K. No. Nope. <laughs> C. I don't think. C D. Please, no. E. No. It starts wait, with. Wait, wait, wait. C D. C D. She loves CDs. <laughs> yes. She loved to listen to music. The C D. That. That oh, she borrowed. I she never borrowed. lent her a fucking CD. <laughs> okay, oh, it's a sham. I'm, I'm it's sorry. A sham. No, I'm sorry. Wait, you. wait. Fuck no, no. you. Wait for you're me. lying to me. Air quotes. <laughs> no. Air what? quotes. What? Borrowed. Oh, you're right. Borrowed. She stole one from me. <laughs> yes. Oh, she <laughs> stole. CD, she stole. Oh, yes. Lo- she loves me. Yes. <laughs> she's sorry she did that. Oh, psychic and asshole. She's sending you're you, the best. Yes, <laughs> she's sending you a digital copy. John oh, Edwards. Oh, thank yeah. you. John Edwards, that's his name. Why'd I say John Gray? I don't know. John Edwards, what a douche lick. I actually waited on him once. He is quite a quite an interesting person. 
Oh, he, did he give you readings and shit? No, he, but like, I, I, I really wanted to give him shit when I was like walking up to take the order, like, because he's asking me questions about stuff on the menu, and I'm like, you <laughs> don't know, you can't just. <laughs> yeah, that'd have been awesome. Or like, at one point, he asked me how long I'd worked there, and I'm like, you can't read my mind. <laughs> know what I know? <laughs> how long have you worked here? I, tell I, I really me. wanted to go. You I was tell like, me, fucko. <laughs> It's like, so I, I understand we don't have any questions about the menu and we're ready to just roll right in. Oh, no, we still need a minute. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, yeah, right. Exactly. You, said, you should be like, hey, have you ever had a bad meal at a restaurant? Because if you have, you ain't, you ain't working right. What the fuck, man? You should know yeah. going in. Like, hmm, let's go over to, no. How about we stop it? No. <laughs> I'm really in the mood for Mexican, but that place is going to overcook my chicken. <laughs> so it's not happening. Hmm. Must be tough. That must be a hard life. It's going from restaurant to restaurant going, oh, it's going to be just a little cold. It's going to be a little, like, I don't have my jacket. It's going to be a little bit too cold. I have a hard enough deciding a restaurant anyway. Right. You know, well, like, there's like, your new character, John Gray, food psychic. John Gray, food psychic. <laughs> <laughs> John Gray, John. Well, no, I. Oh, John, John, Gray, John not Jesse. That's your that your, John your character. John, John Gray. Gray, food psychic. Yeah, that's your character. <laughs> well, I would have gone to the newest, uh, the newest Thai restaurant, but why even bother when my psychic images tell me the pad Thai is gonna be garbage? <laughs> so no thanks. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're John Gray. I love your work. I love you. It's so your book, Fifty Plates of Gray. That's right. I just loved it. Fifty Plates of Gray. They're all empty because I knew it beforehand. And I didn't want it. Gross. <laughs> a cup of black to go with his uh, no, plate of gray. No, this is John Gray. He needs a cup Who of brown John joy. John Gray is somebody. <laughs> Who is John Gray? Why am I saying that name means somebody else? Well, I think I you're, I think you're stuck on the, the, the Fifty Shades of Gray thing. No. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. John yeah, Gray. Google John Gray because you'll probably get the one answer you're looking for. I think you just did the classic taking one name from another the classic. person and the other <laughs> that old chestnut. name from the <laughs> fictional character and you blended them together. Uh, no, oh, he's an author. Guy. He's the men are from Mars, women are from Venus guy. Oh. It's just as goofball. <laughs> Not quite as goofball. At least he believes in aliens. <laughs> but that's your alien believer voice. <laughs> yeah. It could be worse. He could have brought back X thirteen. I don't know where to go with that. Okay, now you sound like a car trying to start. Wonderland. Area 51. He's going to put himself to sleep. Some of the aliens are really tall. Some of them are not as tall. Some of them have a face. Some of them have a face like Orn. Some of them are reptilian. Just skip to the anal probe already. <laughs> oh, when that happens, you have offended them. And they stick it up your butt. <laughs> and if you protest, they will not hesitate to open what's inside there, in while it's in there. And <laughs> they, call wait, wait, the, what? they call that the anal umbrella problem. Right. <laughs> Ow. Ow. You're pretty close. That's a shit storm right there. It, yeah, and, but, but it opens the other way. It opens the other way. 
So they collect your crap. They're collecting crap? They're collecting poop. Well, they can have mine for do. free. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's their favorite. You don't need to. You don't. <laughs> you don't you need to intrude to collect my crap. Extraction I'll, is not necessary. Yeah, really. Aliens, they have. They put a high price on uh, specimens with uh, prominent corn. <laughs> that's their. That's their go-to. Uh, oh, <laughs> they're hanging outside of Chipotle's. Right. Right. <laughs> Mm. Uh, Why are they hanging outside? Just this? go into the bathroom. What <laughs> the fuck, you guys? What you were the dumbest aliens ever. What? No, because it doesn't happen that fast. Transdimensional. They have travel? to see who. Like, come on. They have to see who buys the Chipotle. Oh. Then they have to follow them home and wait twelve to twenty-four hours. Come on, guys. It's not like a fucking. <laughs> Play-Doh toy where you it rolls right through you. Chipotle? Well, yeah. okay. <laughs> pretty quick. It's not like it's rocket science or anything. No, it is pretty quick. But it's not instantaneous. You will have to go, but it won't be the Chipotle that comes out. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's you, the stuff that really matters. Anyway. They, yeah, when, you, when you finally do have your poop collected, and if you, like I said, just don't protest. <laughs> Don't protest. No That's when it gets rough. No picket lines in front of the flying yeah. saucer. Picket no lines. poop collecting. Right. Don't cross the line. Good luck. They'll kill you for that shit. <laughs> they don't play around when it comes to poop collecting. They only choose the one percent. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and and then I learned the hard way. I said, "You're gonna do what?" And I said, "What? What in the book?" <laughs> 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 yep. Actually, what, what, feels, in the butt. feels kind of nice. You actually. probe my butt. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. then they open the umbrella, and it's a whole other world. <laughs> my lower GI is like a tent now. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's like a pro. If it when it when it did that, it prolapsed, and. I was like, when I walk down the street now, people think I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I'm naked. They think I've got cargo pants on. Well, hey, at least you don't have to worry about wearing shorts now. Right? No, I don't. It's kind of nice. But it's also a little painful because it's my lower colon. It's a windy city. Oh, boy. <laughs> if the wind kicks up, forget it. It starts flapping around. And i got no control. There's not, you know. I might as well not wear pants because they they get corrupted in a moment. <laughs> corrupted. <laughs> corrupted. Wow. Because there's no control anymore. The sphincter muscles are gone. It's gone. It's gone. And I'm walking around with like a, a kid's balloon accident between my legs. <laughs> terrible. Kid's balloon accident. It's like a kid's oh balloon God. accident <laughs> with a bunch of baby food spilled all over it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just can't. I can't do anything about it. The aliens umbrellaed me. It looks like HBO's Game of Thrones is going to stray even further from George R. R. Martin's books in a big way. Well, of course it is. <laughs> I that motherfucker sure can't write anymore. I got a prominent role. I'm Mr. Game of Thrones. <laughs> During I'm the star. I'm going to be killed so I can go do movies. During an interview with Showbiz 411, Martin teased that the upcoming fifth season of the series is going to kill off characters that are currently still alive and well in the books he has written. Oh, snap. Quote, people are going to die who don't die in the books. 
So even if even the book readers will be unhappy. So everybody better be on their toes. Everybody's going to be unhappy. David Yay. and DV, uh, that's the co-writers, are even bloodier than I am, unquote. So that's how they're going to solve the... Uh, Having to catching pay the up. actors too much. Well, maybe that's, that's, that's the real really thing. That's what it really comes down to. Uh, but as far as just him not writing fast enough for the, the show, it's going like, to lap oh, it. You want one million per episode. Oh, well, there's, the spirit comes and flies and hits you. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, you want still one million? No. I mean, you know, Walking Dead veered off from the comic book story. Sure. Uh, but... Usually when a movie is not what the book is, that's when the book people really start to get up in arms. Do you think this will be even more so in this regard? Like, like I think the book fans, do you think they'll just... Or do I you think, think they'll just go in stride like they've done with that? Well, I don't know about going in stride. It is a little different because the, the book and the comic, they're not finished. And so when, when the movie goes off course, it's like you're... It's finished. It's done. It's set in your brain. It's there. And, you know, there's sort of like it's almost like a plasticity for the comic and the book because they're not done yet. It hasn't been resolved. It hasn't been closed. But the series, um, it could play around with it. I think that that probably factors into it something okay. somewhat. HBO so, washing their hands of. But I, I mean, you know, I don't have full confidence that like major players yeah. are going to die. John, Arya, <laughs> Tyrion. I don't think Jamie or Cersei are going anywhere, you know. It'll be like uh uh Varys or uh you know Stan. Uh, Stan? What? No, that's from Star Trek. Who the fuck? You know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's going to be it's going to be someone like that. I gotcha. think. I really think. And of course, like uh the red priestess, she's going to be around cuz she's trouble. So, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. And Stannis. That, Stannis. Well, That's no, I wasn't about. talking about Stannis. Oh. Uh, Tyrion's old bodyguard who, who went okay. NATO. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I've totally. Braun. No. Braun. Yes. Braun. That's it. I was close. Okay. So, you know, it, I think, I seriously think it'll be something along those lines. Which will be very upset because yeah. he's one of my favorite characters. He's cool. Hey, I like dude. Him. I was so loving Oberyn. Yeah, Man, so was I. Everybody was. was awesome. Everybody was. He was awesome, 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 awesome all over the place. That was just some beautiful stuff. So, but you know, hey, it's it, and I think it's good that it's going off in a different direction because then I don't have to worry about reading the fucking books. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Have you read any of them? I, I got through one and a half. You That's know? exactly where I was. Yeah. It, that second one gets crazy. Dude, it was, well, you know, it's funny, too, because listening to the geek shock, you wouldn't think that I'd get a little creeped out with all of the ripping 13-year-old girls' clothes off and all the rape and stuff. But there was a point when I was like, ah, oh, this, this shit's getting a little too crazy for me. I just, you know. Not even that. Just for me, it was just so convoluted. And, and that's not even what? the convoluted part. Uh, I'm hearing from people that book three and four, it's getting even you know more weird. And and also, I'm I've, I've about had it with multiple point of view mega series. I just when you pick up one book and you've got eight or nine fucking transitions between characters' well, point you of view. Read the, the same story from somebody else's. Yeah, perspective. that's what I ran into in the Horus Heresy 40k books. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, oh, what's happening on Ivis 5? Okay, well, okay, now. Oh, what's happening over here on McCrack? It's like, just get to the fucking Earth. Yeah, like, I'm tired yeah. of this shit. It's like, they are really it's drawing like, that one out. It's like seven. Okay, they still are. I've stopped at like book 27 or something yeah. stupid. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I was. That's when you gave up? Yeah, you had it. I just had it at that point. Well, you yeah. see my bookshelf. It's like. And I'm not even talking about this series. I'm talking each individual book. It's almost like six short stories that are like, in, you know, slightly intertwined. And I mm-hmm. just, I'm getting into a character that's getting interested, and then they're done for this novel. And you got to wait five years, and it's just like, <laughs> that's true, fucker. Didn't so, you? I'm like, reading. I'm reading Dance of Dragons right okay, now. I started I it say. last week, which is the final one that he's written thus far. Okay. And for but the main but story it's line, but know. it's it's a weird thing if you hadn't read those novels. Uh, Dance of Dragons is what book five, I think so. Yeah, You're right. Five or five six, and yeah. four, as you say, are books that happen concurrently. Right. Four covers these characters. Five covers these characters Ugh. at the same time. That's so. funny because from a writerly perspective, I find that fascinating, mm-hmm. and I think that I could I could see actually an artistic professional challenge in doing something like that. But fuck it really From the reader point of view, you're like fuck this. It's really <laughs> I just and it's just any kind of series. I sure. I get in a series now and they start on the third character and I'm like, oh fuck. I don't want to do this. Sure, but the book before this one, you're missing entire groups of characters that you enjoy. You don't see Tyrion at all in yeah. book four. You don't see yeah. Jon Snow at all in book four. I mean oh. these are fan favorite characters. Oh. Black. So I mean, not to say that four was bad. I enjoyed it, but I really miss those characters. Now, and I, I I would think that that partly is what contributes to fan frustration with him taking so long. It's because they they're really looking for him to get back to their favorites. They want to see more of their favorite stuff going on. So he's just not going to finish these books. Oh, he'll finish. He's he's too busy going around to comic cons and shit like that. He'll finish it. He's Mister. Finish him. Well, then if you think about the time differential. It's been 10 years since he's written about Cersei Lannister, <laughs> as far yeah. as like release goes. Yeah. So when you think about it, it's been five years from this book that I'm reading now. I remember starting to read it. I remember finishing. I remember in the transit corridor at Trek, and you plopping down in between shows, and you had a book in your hand in Starfleet uniform. Damn right. And I was like, you're reading that? And you're like, oh, I love him. I absolutely love him. And it, it was like the first time you and I had a conversation about it because that's when that was right when I'd gotten burnt out and I was done. Yeah, and I'd just gotten started on it. Oh, those are good times reading in Star Trek. Yeah, oh, I love it. There you go. Yeah, that was a lot of on a, on a data pad. Never mind. <laughs> it would have made life a lot easier to have a Kindle yeah. back then. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, Brown. Wouldn't, ha- wouldn't have to hide things so desperately. I read a lot of Star Wars books. Shit. Fuck. Some of those people we worked with, they'd be reading their shit on the Kindle during a show. I'm in St. Thomas, and they're just reading away. Imagine. You're playing on the bridge. Like, they're acting like they're if trekking. If we had and- made it this far, if the experience had still been going on, how much fucking fun we could have had with pads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That would have been, yeah, iPads would have been perfect. It could have reinvigorated the whole ride because every everybody who came through could install an app. Yeah, yeah, and could use that while they're going through the ride, and they could, and in the museum, the museum. Fuck, there it was be so good. There was an interesting picture. You know what? Some, Who's got the fucking museum on lock? We need to make a museum app. We need to make an experience app mm-hmm. where you can do all the shit that you used to be able to do with the experience. Well, we got, the, we got the twenty-four. <laughs> we got the the three hundred sixty degree uh, video thing of the oh, whole yeah, Trek yeah. experience and stuff. The mm-hmm. QuickTime VR. 
There was there. I saw a meme on Facebook like two two weeks ago. Somebody it was a bunch of kids in a museum. They're sitting at a bench and they're all looking. Oh at their yeah, phones. Right. yeah. I, think was, I posted and, that. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it was the whole fucking. Oh my god, the whole world's disintegrating. Look at them <laughs> focusing on their. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> and it turns out the kids were using a museum app. Right. And everywhere they the went, yeah. it gave them the information on the stuff, and it was Which really is awesome. The DS yeah. has. Uh, a program you can download that is a virtual tour of the Louvre. Hey, oh, that's pretty hey, cool. Hey, yeah, that is cool. The DS, no less. That's right. nice. And yeah, a lot of museums are doing that. Interacts, it interacts with the actual Louvre itself. If you take your DS to the museum, it will work as a sure museum as, guide. As a guide. Sure, that would make yeah. sense. Yeah, because okay. uh, love that they used to have the little audio, you know, self-guided tours yeah, yep. that you would have the little, you know, the little paddle of the headphones. You would walk through, and then you would push a number corresponding with that. Now, a lot of these museums have apps that you install on your phone. You walk up, you tap the number, and it gives you um, a very detailed history of what it is you're looking at, as well as little video clips. Yeah. So you you know it's a much more immersive experience than when you know you just it shows you a walk cartoon up. of the painting. Yeah. An animated cartoon of the painting, <laughs> or even on a broader scope, uh, city walks. You can, yeah. you can get Vegas yeah. walking tours and download, or yep. London, Italy, whatever you need. It's yeah. I love having that information. Uh, if only it's it just bums me out because we missed out on so many photos. Just photos are so omnipresent now. Yeah. But we just couldn't take that many pictures back in the day. That's right. You just didn't. We sold disposable cameras at Star Trek The Experience. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. It's so crazy how fast things changed with that. Who has the rights for that? Paramount still, right? I guess. Uh-huh. Well, I had a digital camera like a couple years before the place closed, and that was my first one, and I took a bunch of pictures I yeah. just recently rediscovered. Oh, great. So, I mean. Put you know, those we'll up. See, yeah. Working on, but yeah, more and more people are starting to, you know, scan get, in get, their old stuff too. Yeah, scan yeah. in their stuff, mm-hmm. or you know, they left a you know a group of pictures on like a memory card somewhere, and they're like, oh hey, I just found all of this stuff. Uh, but for God's so, sakes, make hard copies. Make hard copies of everything <laughs> you scanned. Do it quick. Shoot. Digital dark age. <laughs> like somebody that had visited the experience posted on the there's a uh, a Facebook page for Star Trek alum and so forth, and they posted some pictures on there, and I'm thumbing through them and. I got to one of the bar and I just, you know, I literally started to go past it and I was like, wait a minute. I flipped back. It's me behind the bar just doing bar stuff, pouring drinks or, or taking glasses Jeff. out of a, you know, the, the dishwasher or something. Jeff. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, look, that's me. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Memories. Right? In the 1970s. Speaking of memories, children's programming came into its own, but no one did live action weirder than the brothers Sid and Marty Croft. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) One of the programs that came from their production studios was Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Oh, wow. Uh, The original series starred the ginger-haired Johnny Whitaker, who was also in a popular sitcom called Family Affair back in the 1960s, as a boy who, along with his brother, discovers a friendly young sea creature named Sigmund. The show ran originally from 1973 to 1975 and was emblematic of the Croft style with songs that moved the plot, uh, characters that were pretty much made from foam rubber, and an overall visual playing field in which real people and puppets and fantastical characters acted in concert together. Uh, The success of the program led to other shows which followed it, like Land of the Lost, uh, Far Out Space Nuts, and Lost Saucer. 
Now, Amazon Studios has signed a deal with Sid and Marty Croft, who are now in their 80s, to conduct a full reimagining of the series for today's generation. In a statement, Amazon Studios Vice President Roy Price noted that uh, what geniuses the Crofts are and how honored Amazon are to be working with them to bring the return of what he believes is, quote, TV's most fabulous and funniest siege creature ever, unquote, in Sigmund. So uh, first uh, Sid and Marty Croft joint. Oh, I could just see that. A long time. That, like, meeting. Hey, uh, you guys. Huh? What? <laughs> I just crapped my how, pants. How old are they? Yeah, 80. No, so 80 something. <laughs> huh? What? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's that, Marty? What's that? Put the, put the, one, put, the, put, the put the man in his suit. Put the man in his suit. It's not a real monster. <laughs> Oh, my dick. (laughs) Oh, where are my dick pills? I'm surprised you and Kirsten didn't pull out your old uh, movie producer. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) What? What we, what? Your little old, the, the, the. Your little old what? The little old (laughs) movie producers. Sid, Marty, come on in. (laughs) That one. Don't, don't break a hip on your way through the door there, Sid or Marty. That's an origin story, right? Sit down, sit down. Let's talk Sigmund, huh? Let's talk Sea Monster. What do you think, huh? We love it. We love what you guys did. We love what you guys do. We love who you are. What do you got for us, Sid? uh, time to go home. <laughs> and time for me to go home. My house is here. My house. My house. Great. I love it already. <laughs> Sid, what do you think there? What's your plan for this extravaganza? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you guys are fucking geniuses. <laughs> This is going to run forever. You know that, right? This is going to run forever? I hear... I love it. You guys, you are on the fucking ball. On the pulse of what the kids are after. So, so Marty, Sid's looking a little down. Um, wh- What do you think? Uh, how about we, uh, we update things a little bit? Eh? What do you say? You get a sexy co-star in there for you, huh? I knew you liked that. That got his motor running. Hey, Marty. Hey. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, guys. I tell you what. We're going to take a coffee. Our guys are going to work on this for a day. And uh, we'll be back with 12 scripts ready to film. How you feel about that? It's home time. Let's go home time. Home. It's so cold. So cold. Where are my dick pills? My penis fell off. Somebody get Marty's penis. June? Yes, Frank. Check the check the lobby for a penis. Please. Marty lost his penis. Check for that penis. Okay. All right, we got you guys set. We're gonna find that penis, and we'll see you back here in two weeks. What do you say? Oh, well, <laughs> no. Oh, 
Oh, he's got um, the blood pumping now. Man. Exactly. He's got the blood pumping now, this kid. You old son of a bitch. Excelsior. I'd punch you in the arm and say, knock you right in the ass. Sigmund and the Sea Munchers, a Stan Lee and Sid and Marty Croft joint. Yeah, Stan Lee. <laughs> Hello, Sid and Marty. I heard you were here in the building. I wanted to see how my contemporaries were holding up. Not so good, I see. You don't have the power of Excelsior in your blood. I'll never age. I made a deal with a demon. <laughs> Capcom. That's exactly what I thought of the meeting right there. Was the demon Mephisto? You know it, Mephisto. What a conniver. But he cuts a mean deal. This is Stan Lee. Never getting old and going right to hell. <laughs> boogity, boogity, boo, boo, boo. <laughs> Capcom has announced that they are officially developing an Attack on Titan arcade game. Unfortunately, that's all the information we have so far. <laughs> During the ja- ja- Japan <laughs> Amusement <laughs> Expo. Attack on the Titan Arcade. Capcom showed off a title card revealing the project. Fight to Titan. No information on whether this will get international release. For mission. On attack a titan. <laughs> Fight Akedoku. Attack a titan. I love it. We got to take this to Sid and Marty. They're going to, they'll take this to town. <laughs> They're giant titans, Sid. They eat people. Where's my penis? <laughs> All right, Marty, you're with this, right? Uh, <laughs> Steampunk. Which one of you was Sid? Which one of you was Marty? I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you assholes. The oh. New York. Uh. <laughs> Eventually, it'll just they'll just be Captain Pike in it. All right, that's two yeses from Marty. Sign on the dotted line. (laughs) Oh, you can't sign? Just pee. Just let it go. Hold the contract down there. Release your bowels. That's consent. None. (laughs) That's right. Consent and contract, kids. That's what we learned from 50 plates of gray. The New York Museum that runs the National Toy Hall of Fame is adding a new attraction with a new World Video Game Hall of Fame. The Strong Museum in Rochester, New York, which is also the home to the International Center for the History of Electronic (coughs) Games, announced the new hall, saying it'll recognize any electronic game of any type. That means arcade, console, computer, or handheld, and mobile games. After a game is nominated, an internal advisory committee will choose finalists to send to an international selection committee of experts. Inductees will earn a spot after being judged on four criteria, icon statuses, uh, longevity, geographical research, and influence. The nominations for the inaugural class will be accepted online at worldvideogamehalloffame.org through the end of March, and anybody can submit. Fucking pay to win. That's what it is right there. The winning inductees will be announced in June and initially displayed and interpreted in a section of the Strong's E-Games Revolution exhibits. Wow. Flip Floppy had a passionate... Yeah. Uh, yeah, hey, he had a stake in that story. Yeah, always the man. Yeah. Uh, the Mars One Space Project slash reality show has been quietly plugging along for a couple of years now, having started with 200,000 potential applicants all vying for a spot on a ship eventually heading to the Red Planet, 
one way. The one-way trip has now trimmed the list of potential astronauts down to just 100 wannabe astronauts. The finalists are separated into 50 men and 50 women, with 39 hailing from the Americas, 31 from Europe, 16 from Asia, 7 from Africa, and 7 from Oceania. The plan is to eventually send the 20 winners off to Mars in groups of four to establish a permanent colony. The whole thing, from training to the trip and life on Mars, will be chronicled and turned into a television series. The company hopes to have the first team land on Mars around 2025, but much of the eventual mission hinges on the unmanned proof-of-concept test flight set for 2018. Now that'll be the quite the reality show. Yeah, Is it, the camera inside that unmanned spacecraft just two years to Mars? <laughs> <laughs> running. Just, yeah, still going. It's just sitting there. Still going. Oh, right. look. Oh, look. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Earth to Sid. Earth to what? Sid. Come in, Sid. <laughs> we, need, we need a course correction, Sid. Yeah, you'll be you'll be home soon, Sid. Yeah, another another eighteen months. How's Marty holding up? Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Tell him put his belt back on. <laughs> it won't do it. It won't do it. My penis is floating around. <laughs> I lost it again. Oh. So if this show really does move forward and to their full plan, is this going to be the first actual implication of The Running Man where people turn in to watch people die? Yeah, I know, right? Probably. <laughs> there you go. Because, you know, it's going to... Because there's accidents I will happen, especially in this I just think of the real world in space. And well, this they'll, is... tune in, they'll tune in years down the line when they will pass away by natural causes on Mars. And there's no way to... Natural causes being, you know, like suffocation, yeah. starvation. Uh, Martians? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that's well, of course, Martians. Sid and Marty Croft's Mars. There's uh, going to be wacky, rubber-suited Martians. <laughs> Sid and Martian Croft. Yeah. Starting in 2016, Disney Cruise Lines is launching Star Wars Day at Sea, marking the first official appearance of the heroes and villains of the Star Wars-verse <laughs> aboard the Disney Cruise Line. XD. The D stands for Dark Side. <laughs> Extra Dark Side. Come hang out with Vader on the Disney Cruise. XD. Get your D. Dark Side. The D stands for Dark Side. It's extra. Extra dark. Extra dark sides on Disney. XD on a boat. Star Wars on a boat. That makes fucking sense, right? Yeah. Boat wars. Boats on stars. That's how it works. Sure. Put a put a spaceman on the ocean. It all makes fucking sense. Disney XD. Extra dark. Stormtroopers in the ship. What the fuck is happening? Boom shit. Boats and Star Wars. Somewhere, fuck you all. Somewhere Barry Robb is signing up to go on this cruise already. <laughs> Star Wars related activities include a Jedi training academy, meets and greets, a nightclub that will make club goers feel they, quote, stepped into the Maz Eisley cantina scene, unquote. And, of course, screening of the Star Wars films as well as Star Wars Rebels. That oh. previous quote just means rubber masks and lightsabers, <laughs> by the by. And see, I was thinking it was going to be the disco Star Wars scene from the opening of the, some of the Lucasfilm games. <laughs> the, 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 the disco floor, the characters dancing. 
They'll play the shit and out of that. Turns that's part the of the Jedi training, right? Yeah, that's where you learn how to dance. <laughs> Dancing that Han Solo connect game. <laughs> you are now a level two Padawan. Now that's what we got. What do you got? Write to us comments at uglycouchshow.com. And of course, if you got a question for Mamra next week, you can submit it by email or by Twitter. So we'll be looking forward to those. Tweet, tweet. Tweet these nuts. And until next week, I'm Master Torgo. Uh, <laughs> oh no! What happened? No! I love uh, it. The sign here. Uh, oh! Oh no! Eighties Jeff. Cold. Commander K. Floppy Matt. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! It's the land of the lost. Roar. It's actually Sid Marty Croft. Their brains are lost. Now they're probably they're probably right on the ball still. Yeah, probably. I bet they're awesome yeah. still. Dude, I'm sure the article would have said their nephew Morty Croft, <laughs> you know, took the proposal in. So yeah, they, they probably were up and popping around ten years ago doing. Yeah, commentaries for the re-releases of. Sure, I saw some. Uh, I I I love Land of the Lost, and I actually uh, got the DVD set when it came out, and there were there were interviews with them. So mm-hmm. they're uh, and they were cogent. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It I'm, that man that stuff that I, it's funny they talk about Sigmund and the sea monster and what followed and I mean HR Puffin stuff. Yeah, that's the, that's a big one. Re- yeah, super. You know, it's what they got you, away with. You didn't need drugs. <laughs> you didn't need drugs. Have you seen the Mr. Show parody? Oh, Mr. Show parody is uh, great. What's it called? The the uh, oh shoot, I don't remember. Imaginarium of <laughs> God damn it! If you had that, can you put another link up? Yeah, I gotta that. Gotta find you gotta one. put the link. It's so fucking good. Tom Kenny. Loses his goddamn mind in that. That's the witch. Oh man, I'm freaking out. Oh my god, oh my god. They know, they know. The pot brownies. Oh, now they know. Oh shit. Alrighty then. Be cool, man. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to order a pizza. <laughs> oh, no! oh, they know, they know. <laughs> 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 <laughs>